Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button right now? And let's dive straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Anonymous Warrior, who says, Am I the asshole for refusing to cater to a pregnant slash ill woman who has nobody to help her? My husband is deployed overseas and I have a newborn and my three-year-old niece over here by myself. I'm taking care of her as my older sister is incarcerated. I have no family or friends around here to help me or give me a break. I'm already doing my part and then some. I'm utterly exhausted and have no sleep schedule and routine for myself as the kids, especially the newborn, are expectedly demanding. To the point where I feel I'm going to throw up if I don't rest when I can. My husband met somebody overseas who is stationed at our base. He says his wife lives here, is pregnant, ill. He says mental illnesses like severe PTSD and anxiety and cannot drive herself anywhere. He volunteered me to drive her around to her early AM appointment without asking me first. He loves helping people. I get it, but that's where I'm like, what about me? When he called me and told me about it, I said, no, I physically cannot put in extra work to take care of another human being especially an adult whom I don't know. And he got upset with me because he already told his mate that I could help them. I can't. I genuinely cannot unless they want me to lose what little sanity I have left. I told him this, but he doesn't seem to think that I'm having that hard of a time and could easily help somebody out in need. I'm running on fumes and figured out how to manage with what I have. The extra work could quite literally break me. He thinks I'm being extremely insensitive and how would I feel if I needed help but there was nobody there to help me. I told him I needed help myself but he thinks I'm being overdramatic. The mate is now disappointed and the wife has nobody to bring her to her appointment early in the morning. Am I the arsehole? Absolutely not the arsehole in this situation. I don't know what husband is playing at, like volunteering your time to care, like you said, to care for another adult human when you're already struggling yourself. And for him to play down your feelings in it and says, oh, you're just being sort of overdramatic is absolutely so assholeish. It's unbelievable. So an immediate not the arsehole from me, but Intergrandis is not the arsehole. The arsehole award goes to the person volunteering another person's time and effort without asking them first. Catmana says, whoa, no, not the asshole. One, absolutely hold your ground. Tell your husband it's a hard no, and each time he brings it up, you'll end the chat or call. Two, tell your husband to talk to the buddy's commanding officer about getting his wife mental health and other support. The chain of command is there for a reason. If he wants to be helpful, he can get on the internet and round up more resources for her. Three, and then reach out for more support for yourself. You deserve so much more support for everything you are doing. A network of peers may be able to offer you better support than your lump of a husband can right now. Four, have you looked into kinship care subsidies? It may not be relevant in your situation, but it's worth looking. A little support money each month could go a long way to paying for some extra babysitting help each week. 
five, not now, but when the newborn is sleeping a little better, let your husband know that he needs to attend a few counseling sessions to repair your relationship. He demonstrated a terrible lack of empathy and did real harm to your relationship. I'm thinking all of the parents of newborns I know who consider it a real crisis when they have to cover the baby solo for a week. You're doing it full time and with a toddler. DS says, says, and quotes, I have no family or friends around here to help me. And quotes again saying, he thinks I'm being extremely insensitive. And how would I feel if I needed help, but there was nobody there to help me? And then says, it's all right there. Not the arsehole. Knox Wild says, not the arsehole. You need to draw a couple of hard, sharp, bright red boundary lines for your husband. Then says, your time is not his to volunteer. He's not permitted to tell you that he is a better judge of your limits than you are yourself. These boundaries apply for all time. Not just now, when you are a newborn or a toddler, not just when he's deployed, always. The words, my wife will be happy to do X, Y, Z, should never come out of his mouth, ever. Make this explicitly clear to him. You're allowed to be angry at his presumption that you are being a lazy do-nothing. You're allowed to be angry that he's treating you like you are his paid employee that can be loaned to someone else. You're allowed to be angry that he has the fucking gall to think he has the right to scold you and shame you for saying no. And we have one more comment from Alternative Ad 921 who says in quotes, here is pregnant, ill. He says mentally illness like severe PTSD and anxiety and cannot drive herself anywhere. Then goes on to say, not the arsehole. I have family with mental health issues. This sort of request is unreasonable and inappropriate because the guy is basically asking you to be like a carer. It's not as simple as taking her to a few morning appointments. They will 100% expect you to take on more responsibility. Now, what do you guys make of our first story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Confused Citizen 703 titled, Am I the Arsehole for Still Punishing My Daughter for Taking the Gift I Bought for My Wife's Birthday Even After I Got It Back? I married my wife five years ago. I have a 16-year-old daughter with my late wife who passed away nine years ago. My current wife has an 11-year-old son. My daughter loves her stepmom and treats her as a second mother to her. They do so many things together. My daughter even involves her when celebrating my late wife's anniversaries. We barely have any disagreements or fights in our household. My wife's birthday was three days ago. I bought her a $350 St. Laurent bracelet. I showed it to my kids to ask for their opinion since I'm ignorant when it comes to jewelry and only found this bracelet online. My daughter obviously liked it. She has so much into jewelry and accessories and she even asked to try it on. Once she put it on, she started begging me to let her have it and get my wife another bracelet. I apologize saying, I can't afford to get another one right now. Yes, 350 is a lot in my opinion, but promised I'd get her a better one for her birthday in December. She started begging, but I firmly stated this was for her stepmom. And then I put it in my office so my wife wouldn't see it. On my wife's birthday, I welcomed the guests, got everything ready, then went into my office to get the bracelet, but it was gone. I looked all over for it and started getting worried. My stepson told me my daughter took it and left with it and said she won't come home till after the birthday was over so I have no choice but to let her keep it. I got so upset. I kept calling her but she didn't pick up. I didn't know where she was. The party already started and the gift was already gone. I had no choice but to tell my wife what happened to the gift. I bought her and she asked me to let my daughter have it but I waited till she got home and confronted her. After I berated her for putting me in this horrible situation in front of everyone, I demanded to get the bracelet back, but she argued that she thought I'd let her keep it since the birthday was over, and I took it back and told her she was grounded by no longer allowing her to visit her friends for some time. She threw a fit saying it wasn't fair to punish her because I already punished her by taking the bracelet back. 
I told her we were done discussing this, but she got my wife in it. My wife told me to at least cancel the punishment since I got the bracelet back, but I said I won't. My daughter's uncle knew and started lecturing me about treating her and my wife differently, saying I should buy my daughter everything I buy for my wife. I asked if he gives his daughter the same gifts he buys for his wife, and he hung up after calling me rude. (laughs) Am I the arsehole? Well, that last little statement there says it all really, doesn't it? After you asked him the same question, he just hung up on you and called you rude. And since when did, like, returning something you've stolen become a punishment? How is that a punishment? (laughs) Absolutely not the arsehole at all. But sweet baby Grogu says not the arsehole. Stealing the bracelet should not be rewarded by allowing her to keep it. Returning stolen items is not a punishment. Your daughter sounds like she's very entitled. Husbands typically gift their wives expensive jewelry and only gift their daughters expensive jewelry for important milestones. She was being very disrespectful and hurtful to her stepmom by taking her gift. And stepmom's response is to just let her keep it. Does she treat her stepmom like this a lot? Odd Meat says not the arsehole, but you have a spoiled daughter problem. She is 16 and she can't accept no. I'm very confused as to why your wife is telling you to cancel the punishment since she has a lot of growing up or maturing to do. Your uncle is also very weird. Attila the Frog says, why would anyone think that making her return the bracelet is punishment when it is just making her return what she stole? Not the arsehole, but I hate to tell you that you have some work to do with her. That she thought she could get away with this is not a good sign at all. Jerry says, you took back your wife's property that your daughter stole. Grounding is the punishment. Your daughter was delusional to think that since the party was over, you'd have no choice but to let her keep it. Let me put it to you this way. If she stole jewelry from a store, would the punishment only be returning stolen property? When someone gifts her with something, take it because you like it and see how quickly she protests. Your wife is wrong to ask you to not punish her. Would she do the same if your son did something similar? And one more from Greek American Dom who says not the asshole. Your daughter should already know what she did is wrong. If you let her off the hook, it will just reinforce the lesson that she can manipulate people into getting her way. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do in this situation? It's got to be a clear not the asshole, surely. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Alternative Money 37 titled, Am I the asshole for urinating on my wife's plants? I, male 28, live with my wife, female 26, of four years. We live in a small house, one bedroom, one bathroom. It's just us two. For context, I suffer from a medical condition that I don't want to go into too much detail, but basically, I can't hold it for very long when I need to go. My wife is very aware of this. Yesterday afternoon, I had a cup of coffee, and not long after, I needed to urinate. My wife was in the bathroom. Okay, that's fine. I can hold it for a bit. I assume she'd be out in a few minutes, but it turns out she was dyeing her hair. And apparently this takes a long time. She said the bathroom was a mess and that I couldn't come in yet. I was getting very desperate as I'd been waiting for about 20 minutes at this point and it was getting dangerous. I started banging on the door saying I was going to piss myself and she just kept saying she won't be much longer. I said, just let me in, I don't care, but she said she didn't want me to see her as her hair was still a mess. I don't understand how something can go so wrong when you change your hair about two shades lighter, but whatever. I couldn't believe she just wouldn't open the door. Anyway, I couldn't hold it anymore and ran to the window in the hallway, opened it and relieved myself outside. It's the back window so no one would have seen, but unfortunately there were some plants that my wife recently planted directly below. She came out the bathroom about five seconds after I started pissing and started raging. She said I was behaving like a child, an animal, that I was being so dramatic and couldn't just wait five minutes for her to tidy up at the bathroom. And her hair, 
it was like 30 minutes but i didn't say that because i can't be asked for the argument honestly anyway she went downstairs and saw that it landed on her plants and was not happy I told her it won't harm them, it's literally just liquid, and that if she had just opened the door and let me in, it wouldn't have happened. But she barely spoke to me for the rest of the day, and has been very short with me this morning. I tried to talk to her about it, but she said just forget about it, which means she definitely hasn't forgotten. She knows I have a condition. I thought it was a better option than pissing myself. I guess in hindsight, I could have gone in the kitchen sink, but that's where the food is prepared, and I thought outside was the better option. And we'll start straight away with Dorkly Doc who says, not the arsehole. Urinary incontinence is no joke. You gave her plenty of warning. Followed by Little Mouse who says, not the arsehole. Your wife knew your condition and has been insensitive and petty. She could have stepped out for a minute. It's not like something she can't leave mid-task for two minutes. Total, not the arsehole. I might respond later says, not the arsehole. And no, the kitchen sink would not have been a better option. It's her fault. She knows about your condition and should have let you in. Her vanity caused a problem. She has only herself to blame if the plants suffer any ill effects. Beth Bird says not the arsehole. The fact that your wife knows your condition and would not open the door is mind-boggling. Were this me, I'd have to say this would be a huge red flag. It would be different perhaps if you knocked the door and she asked you to wait a minute or so, but half an hour with a medical condition. That is insensitive and unreasonable. I do not care what type of hair emergency she was having. You wrap it up and let your husband pee, let alone you are married. What could she possibly be doing that you could not see? This is not your first date and you're embarrassed about a new partner seeing you pee or your hair routine. In any last day marriage, you're going to see each other in all sorts of unflattering situations. Her anger over you peeing outside also strikes me as unreasonable. You were desperate and did what you thought was best in the heat of the moment. You peed on her plants by mistake. You did not pour acid on them. Were I her, I would be embarrassed that I denied my husband the restroom and put him in a position that he had to pee outside. And Kit Kat Angel says, not the arsehole, your wife was being incredibly selfish. She put her wants over your needs, health and comfort, and is now acting like a child. She seriously needs to grow up. And one more from Krista's here saying, my husband peed off our porch pretty much every day. Your wife needs to calm the F down, this water. Not the arsehole, also what the fuck is she doing in the bathroom that you can't come in? Since salons color our hair in full view of the general public. Not sure what she's trying to hide in there. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move to the next story. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And our next story comes from Real Hours, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Only Offering for My Daughter to Come to the US and Not Her Husband? My daughter Sylvia was primarily raised by her mother in Europe. My wife and I always wanted her to live with us in the US, but her mother never allowed it. We didn't have the money to force the issue, but we had frequent video and phone calls. 
In early 2020, Sylvia's mother passed away and we finally had the chance to bring her home to us. We were working out logistical issues with education and legal paperwork where the borders closed and it became impossible again. Soon after her 18th birthday, Sylvia told us she was going to marry a friend of hers whose family had taken her in. We urged her not to, but she said it needed to happen to avoid judgment and allow them all to keep the apartment that she had been living in. We urged her not to, but she did it anyway. It's been almost three months since borders reopened and now she wants to come. We would love to have her home with us, but she wants to bring her husband with her. While we could probably legally do it, we don't want that. 18 is too young to get married. We don't know anything about this person except that they went to school together. We told her that we're only willing to support her because she's our daughter. She's now complaining that we're abandoning her just like always and that we don't consider her family. Our extended families know about her and they said that we need to consider that she wasn't raised to view family like we do and that it's not weird for them to have multiple generations of family units living together and that we owe our daughter the same opportunities that our other kids will have. I'm still not comfortable with it, but if I don't do it, she can't come to America at all. Am I the arsehole? And we'll start with Potential who says you're the arsehole for how you're viewing her marriage. It's not legal. What the actual fuck? First off, she's 18, so she can legally get married in the US. Hell, even someone younger can get married with permission. Second, I'm 98% sure that regardless of circumstance, if a marriage is considered legal elsewhere, the US will also consider it legal. Unless it's a polygamy thing. Mitty says you're the asshole. He is her husband, regardless how you feel about it. They are married in a package deal. Unless there is some kind of criminal issue going on. Get over it. She is young and needs your support, not your criticizing all her decisions. Ghostcraft says you're the asshole, regardless of your feelings about how young she is, she is married. Would you like to be forced to leave your husband behind if you wanted to see your father? Opie replies that saying my daughter is welcome to live with us for as long as she needs. I'm not comfortable with funding a couple indefinitely, which would end up happening as we don't know what their skills, education level would translate to here. And this isn't a low COL area. I also don't feel comfortable with what basically a boyfriend-girlfriend situation in my house. And SoCalFund it says, sometimes you have to let adults make their own decisions and support them only to the extent you're comfortable. But you can also open your mind to new thoughts too. And one more from Shady 8 who says, unpopular opinion here. OP does not know his daughter's husband. It would be like sponsoring someone and be financially responsible for them for years. Not sure about the US, but in Canada, the sponsor is responsible for 10 years. This includes any medical fees, unemployment, etc. Basically, anything we're entitled to from government, they are too, but OP has to pay the government back. I would think twice about being financially responsible for a stranger as well. Not the arsehole. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? Let us know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the arsehole for refusing to take down a Facebook post about my husband being a good dad because my father got offended? Hi Reddit, I'm in a little bit of a pickle here. <laughs> I like that. I met my husband when I was in my mid-twenties and he was in his early thirties. I told him right away that I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mother and he wasn't super excited about the idea. But after we got married and we were ready to have kids, he agreed. This meant that he had to change his career path to a much more stressful and demanding job than he had before in order to make more money and I've always been super thankful for this. My husband and I have two children now, a one-year-old and a three-year-old. As you can imagine, sometimes things get hectic. I've been a little stressed and tired lately. Being a stay-at-home mum is quite a bit of work and I was telling my husband I felt like I needed a little break. 
He gave me some cash and told me to plan a fun girls day for me and my best friend. So today my friend and I went to get Manny Pedis and to brunch. I don't know if I got that right. When I got home, my husband was sitting playing Barbies with our kids and he was really into it. It was really cute watching this six foot four man sitting on the floor playing Elsa with the kids and being really invested in the part. So I took a few pictures. I know he's been working hard and is also really tired and I appreciate the fact that he really wanted me to have a nice day. So I posted a picture of him on the floor with the kids with a caption of world's best husband and father. Words cannot express my love and appreciation for this man. Well, my own father saw the post and angry reacted to it. My mum called me later and told me my dad was really hurt and stated that he tried to be a good dad, etc. And the post made him feel like I wasn't saying he was a good father. I told my mum I didn't want to change the post caption. My mother got really upset and told me I was going to give my dad a heart attack. I think I might be the asshole here because it is a little petty to refuse to change a caption for the sake of family harmony. So Reddit, am I the asshole? To me, I was just getting the feeling that they like to make things about them, that the dad wanted to make it all about him. Who would do that? Like an angry react poster on that as well. It's just like bringing attention to yourself, isn't it? That's the way it felt to me. So it was an immediate not the asshole from my perspective. But downtown law says not the asshole. If your dad read that and took it to mean that he isn't a good father despite it not mentioning him at all, then maybe you should go sit in the corner and think about what he's done over the years. That would make his mind immediately jump to that conclusion. Coco Lover says, appreciating your husband doesn't have anything to do with your dad. Not the asshole. His perceived insult is just that. Cambridge says, your husband is a keeper. Keep him. Husband is entitled, selfish brat. Your mother enables him. Tell your parents to get over themselves for fuck's sake. Not the asshole in any way. Emotional Hazard says, not the asshole. And quotes, my mum called me later and told me that my dad was really hurt and stated he tried to be a good dad. And then says, I don't see how your dad's feelings about his fathering bears any relevance to your husband. You made an innocent post about how good of a dad your husband is. If anything, they should be happy that you have a good partner. Jasmine Doodle says, not the arsehole. Are your parents always massive drama llamas? He's going to have a heart attack because you called your husband the world's best father. Slap a warning sticker on this man because he is disturbingly fragile. And one more from Queer Honeybee who says, not the arsehole. It sounds like your husband is lovely. I'm happy for you too. The post had nothing to do with your dad. It sounds like he is projecting, which is not your fault. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Refusing? titled Am I the Arsehole for Refusing to Host My Husband's Friends at Our House? My husband and I are fortunate enough to live in central London. His friend Edward and his wife Beth live in the Midlands. They've known each other for longer than he has known me and they became friends through a shared interest and hobby. I feel like the friendship is one-sided. Whenever they come down to London, Beth is a photographer and likes to go to touristy areas of London. They always ask to stay in our spare room. I did not mind it the first few times, but it became apparent that we are being used as a free Airbnb. That's how I feel. We would of course make the flat as nice as possible. I cook dinner for them every time as well. We had never received any invitations to hang out with them. One time, I think it was particularly outrageous, we were on holiday in Croatia and Edward asked my husband if he could get the keys to stay at our flat. We recently brought a house together and I voiced my feelings to my husband, but he said he didn't see any problems. I became frustrated and said, well, this is my house too. I don't want it to be used as a free Airbnb, so please don't say yes without asking me first next time. My husband then said, growing up, he didn't have to ask his mum whenever he had his friends to stay over. I said I'm not his mum and I own half of the house and I don't like being a free Airbnb host. 
I also brought up the hilarity of that one time Edward asked to stay in our flat without us being there. My husband said I was overreacting. Am I the asshole? And there is a bit of extra info in some edits and I think it's more info based than natural update. So I'll cover those first with edit. Thank you so much for your insights, but a few of you seem to think I don't like Edward and Beth. I do like to hang out with them. We went up north to see them one time and hung out in town. They never offered anything else. I like them and would love to hang out with them when they visit. It's not nice to accuse me of not liking this part of my husband. Edit two, to clarify Edward and Beth never brought anything to thank us or pay for a meal or out or anything. I personally never expected anything, but a few comments have made me realize they never do these things and everyone else. Family and friends that we have invited over always brought us something. I feel that this has subconsciously led me to feel the way I feel. Thank you guys for all your insights and advices and your experience. Edit three, they go down to London every three months or so. Basically, every time Beth wanted to take photos somewhere in London or whatever they needed to do in London. And I've got to come out with an immediate not the arsehole on this one as well, simply because I think I would feel that way. You know, if you was receiving nothing back, not that you expect something back, but the fact that there's no offer there at all and they just don't offer you to come see them or visit them very often and they're coming down every three months or so, you're feeding them, cooking for them, all this sort of stuff. It does come across in this post as very one-sided to me. So it's going to be a not the arsehole and you need to have those boundaries in place. But Terry Sass says, not the arsehole. The visits probably don't bother your husband because he's not the one doing the actual work of hosting, cooking, cleaning, and making arrangements. If your husband allows his friends to visit again, do none of the hosting responsibilities. Don't prepare the room, make dinner, visit with his guests, or even make arrangements to let them in your home if your husband is working. They're your husband's guests and he can do the work. Heck, I would even go as far as starting using the guest room to store husband's unneeded belongings, outer season clothes, sports gear, etc. Pinchy Feet says, not the arsehole, time to start putting those boundaries down. They are using you as free accommodation and nothing more. Central London prices are expensive. They see you as an easy option to save money. It has nothing to do with any friendship they may have with your husband. Hubby has friendship blinders on. I would plan a trip to the Midlands and ask to stay at their place and see what they say. I'm petty, so if they said yes, I'd go stay there just to piss them off. <laughs> if they said no, well, that's just ammo in the fight with your hubby for consideration of your home. I'm not saying they should never stay again, but your husband needs to discuss this with you every time they ask. It's about respecting you, your home, and your right to say no when you feel uncomfortable. Knit Sanity says not the asshole. If I were you, I would stop prepping the room for them and absent myself when it comes to meals or openly request they treat you to take out or take you out to eat. Also openly suggest that they do things with you on occasion while visiting. We would not want to feel too much like a hotel, right? Nervous, uncomfortable laughter. And as for staying when you are not home, um, no. And one more from Moni says, not the arsehole, it's your home, not a hotel. It's a personal space where you're meant to relax and de-stress. Inviting friends or family for a planned stay is entirely different from people using you to save money. And it sounds like that is what his friends are doing. Guests take a toll on the people they're visiting. Entirely reasonable to put your foot down. Remind your husband that you'll share a home, not a bed and breakfast, and give his friends the number of a local B&B the next time they want to wrangle a stay in your home. Now, what do you guys think of this one? What are your thoughts on all of today's stories? As always, I'd love to hear them in the comments below if you have a moment of your day to share them. Thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today. Getting involved with the channel means the absolute world, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.